Hey there, I'm Amber Smith. I am so grateful for you to be here. Maybe like me, you love to learn and grow to become the healthiest version of you in mind, body, with a twist of motherhood in between. I give you tangible steps to help inspire you to bloom with confidence in mind, body, and self-love. Let's do this, friend. Hey, friend. Thank you so much for joining me for episode number 11 of the Be Life podcast. Last week, I decided to mute the podcast to honor the opportunity to learn and to understand the issues of racism that have been in the forefront and to honor George Floyd as I have leaned into understanding and learning about these issues that have been around racism, I have learned, I've read, I have chatted with other moms, and you know, my eyes have been open to realize how real it really is. So I wanted to do something different for the Baylife podcast for the next few weeks And for the month of June, I invited a few incredible moms to have a loving conversation with them and chat about how these current events have impacted their lives and to share their bravery and their own unique stories of motherhood during these uncertain times how they are navigating and finding their own peace through the chaos and how they are dealing with their mental health because mental health is so essential now more than ever to really focus on so i really wanted them to share how they are navigating their health and well-being Today, I am so honored to welcome Mercedes to the podcast. Mercedes is a mom of two under two, so she definitely has her hands full, and they are the cutest kids ever. I met her through Instagram, and I just loved how open she was about bringing up her children in a biracial family. And through these current events, I chatted with her about her fears, her struggles, her hopes as a mom. And what I've come to find out, you know, she is just a mom doing her best to raise her two sweet little babies. I got to know her about her sweet love story. Oh my goodness, it is the cutest story ever about her and her husband. And I just loved how he was a beacon of light for her. He totally raised her up from a very dark place. But I'm going to let her tell you more about her love story, her fears, her hopes and dreams about raising her kids in today's society and how her journey in health and wellness has helped her in her journey along the way as a mom and all the things that have been going on in today's society. So I'm going to go ahead and welcome Mercedes to the show. Thank you so much for joining me on the Bay Life Podcast today. Such an honor to have you here with me today and tell the listeners your story of courage as a mom of a biracial family and to help us learn a little more about some of the fears you might have as a mom 
in this position that we are facing in today's society and your hopes for the future of your family. Mercedes, you were telling me about the story of how you and your husband met. Let's start by telling the listeners how you met your husband. Yeah, so um, it's kind of a funny story. So Kyle and I went to the same high school. Uh, he even dated a girl in my grade who I knew and everything, but I had no clue who he was, and he didn't know who I was. Um, and I didn't tell you this part, but we actually potentially were babysat together before high school even. So we've sort of been in each other's lives, but like I said, we didn't know who each other were. Um, so we started working at a bagel factory and I was working quality assurance. He kind of got bounced around to a few different positions before he ended up in quality assurance as well. So I got to help train him. Um, I think that's when we first really interact. And then we had a mutual friend, Kevin, who worked at the factory as well. And he'd invite all of us over for um, game nights. So that's when we first hung out outside of work. And it was funny because I went over with my girlfriends and one of my friends was a bit younger. So she had to get back home at a certain time. So we're driving her home. And my friends are like, what's going on with you and Kyle? And I was like, nothing. Thing, we're just friends and at that same time I'm having the conversation with them Kevin's talking to Kyle and he's like you know Mercedes is a really nice girl she deserves a nice guy like you so mm. <laughs> kind of like planting the seed there um, and we'd hung out as a group for a while and one day we went bowling and afterwards Kyle's like can I talk to you alone and I was like uh, oh here we go uh, and he asked me out in his car and I said, no, basically <laughs> I said, well, we should hang out uh, with ourselves first. And the reason was I was involved in kind of a toxic relationship at the time. Um, and I didn't really think I deserved a guy like Kyle. So I had left him a note on the computer. We were changing shifts and I left him like a poem talking about how I felt like I was in this darkness and I didn't want to pull him in there with me and you know maybe he could be my light but I didn't know so he left me a reply and he left it on the computer so I'd see it when we change shifts again um and he was basically saying that he would be my firefly and he would help me bring help bring me out of the darkness so um I broke it off with the other guy and we were supposed to all hang out again go ice skating and our friend Molly was sick. So we ended up just going, me and Kyle, we went ice skating and held hands and we went out to the Olive Garden and we didn't want it to end. So we drove around and we looked at Christmas lights. Um, and so, you know, that was, he asked me out again. And I said, yes. And we kissed for the first time in his car. And so every year after that, uh, we try to like recreate that first date. And so on our three year anniversary, we went out to dinner at the Olive Garden. We drove home and he asked me to marry him in his car. <laughs> I absolutely, <laughs> I absolutely just love that story. I think that was the cutest story. And I just love how he helped you and raised you out of that dark place that you were in. And as I have told you before, I honestly believe he was placed in your life for a reason. And now you have two amazingly beautiful children. 
who are just the cutest. I just love watching them on Instagram. (laughs) So tell us about your two sweet babies and being a mom with two under two. Yeah, so Kiara Talia is my oldest. She just turned two on the fifth. Um, She's also our rainbow baby. Kyle and I had two miscarriages before we had Kiara. Um, And I'd actually, I have a tattoo I got while healing from my second miscarriage so that they'll always be with me um but she's a nut um (laughs) she is the funniest thing and she is oh she is something else but she is also just the sweetest and then we have Kieran our four-month-old um and he is the sweetest little boy so far so far um he loves to smile and he's way more social than Kiara was as a baby so that's fun um but he adores his big sister he loves watching her and and she loves him too she's always asking where he is if he's sleeping when she's up or if I walk away with him she says right back right back um so I don't know having two under two is definitely hard (laughs) we never know it any day is going to look like, or even like the next five minutes, but um, just seeing them interact together, it's the sweetest, like I wouldn't trade it for anything. I just think that the bond that between two siblings, I think it's just so undeniable, so um, intentional. I just love being able to watch siblings together. I just think it's a beautiful thing. So, Mercedes, let's dive into perhaps some of your fears and struggles that you may have with raising two kids in today's society as they come from a biracial background. What are some hopes that you hope for them in the hopefully near future? Yes, hopefully. Um, You know, my biggest hope is just that they're accepted by their peers. I mean, there's always going to be a bully or a mean kid, but I mostly hope people don't judge them by their skin color or their, quote, black features, um, their their hair texture. Like, I I do often wonder what kids or other people will say or make judgments about. Like, my daughter, Kiara, she's got pretty curly hair. Um, which I adore, but I always wonder, like, are those curls going to fall? Are she going to have, like, a little afro? And she, they're both pretty light-skinned, so she's going to be a a little white girl with an afro. I'm like, are people going to call it a Jufro? And, like, you know, is she going to come home one day crying because kids are picking on her? And those are the kinds of things that I'm always thinking about. And, um, you know, I... Or worse, if uh, she's not even going to tell me. Um, There's many times growing up that, you know, I didn't tell my parents what was going on when I was being bullied or anything. So that's one of my big fears as well. She's just going to go through it and I'm not even going to know. Or, um, you know, I hope that she's not just accepted by her white peers, but her black peers as well. I've had plenty of friends whose white kids get bullied by black kids for being white and so that's one of my big fears with my kids being so light-skinned as well is that the black kids aren't going to accept them either so I really hope with everything going on that we can 
move forward and out of racism, not just, you know, white against blacks, but like every type of racism. Um, I really hope we can make it better for them. And that's something that they're not going to have to deal with. Those are some really beautiful hopes, Mercedes. And I just, I pray for you and I pray for all of you every single day. And I'm just so grateful for this opportunity to be able to learn and to understand and grow a little bit more as a mom myself. So as a mom of two boys, ages four and six, I would love to know from one mom to another, what are some ways I can help my two boys to understand racial differences and to teach them how they can love those that are different from them? Yeah, so I am a firm believer that anything we want to learn or teach, we can do with a book. Uh, I do it with Kiara. I have a book on perfectionism. We have books on emotions and colors. Um, and those, those are always not just great tools for her, but great tools for me, because I can refer back to a book and use like a certain phrase that we like out of that book to help her through a certain time. Um, so I think those are great tools and even just tools to open up the conversation and have open conversations with our kids and answer any questions that they might have that maybe they wouldn't have asked if we didn't present them with this. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, like I was saying, I, yeah, I've been thinking about getting some books for my kids as well. Cause honestly, we don't have any. Um, I had a book growing up about kinky hair um, and I didn't know if I should get some for my kids. At the time, I didn't know what my daughter's hair was going to look like. They're both pretty light skin. I was like, are they going to be able to relate to this if I get it? Um, is it necessary? But I think it definitely is, not just because uh, for me and my kids, it's our culture and our history, but so that they can learn and be more knowledgeable growing up as well. And be hopefully be accepting of people of all colors and loving of people of all colors. Thank you, Mercedes, for sharing your thoughts and ideas on that. And I'm sure that just like me, you know, there's a lot of moms out there that could really benefit from um, these ideas as well. So besides being a mom, being moms, <laughs> we also have um, health and wellness in common as well something that you share on Instagram a lot. Share, um, you shared a great book with me the other day on Instagram called The Body Keeps Score, which is, some, uh, which is about how our bodies know and keep score when we have been traumatized. I just started reading it, and if you have been through any trauma at all as listeners, it's definitely worth a read. So Mercedes, tell us how health and wellness has helped you as a mom and to help you navigate your mental health during this time, especially with like a lot of the trauma that you may have experienced, whether it be growing up or in today's society. Yeah, I've definitely been leaning into my fitness heavily to help get me through this time, but just, um, not just with everything going on outside of the house, but with postpartum as well, um, being pregnant with Kieran, 
I wasn't able to work out. Um, like I physically just couldn't do it. Uh, so I postpartum, I've been taking medication for postpartum depression, but I honestly think the depression started when I was pregnant, um, when I couldn't work out cause I had like lost a sense of self, uh, losing fitness. So now it's definitely helped me work through postpartum and COVID and the murder of George Floyd and just working through everything. <laughs> I don't even know how to say it. Uh, it's kind of just been like a meditation for me. You know, I listen to, I don't know if you're, you are you use Spotify, but I've been listening to the Black Lives Matter playlist that they've put on Spotify. And that's what I listen to when I work out now. It's kind of like me meditating on that and listening to like the constant struggles with Blacks and feeling, even though we've been constantly struggling, feeling empowered by this movement and like what I can do to help bring us into a better age. So that's kind of what I've been using fitness for these days. <laughs> I absolutely love it. And, you know, as you better yourself, you're just leading your um, family, you're leading your family to become better too. So I think that is just wonderful. So I want to thank you, Mercedes, for being on the show today, sharing your heart and allowing us to learn from you. I am grateful for you and grateful we have been able to be there as moms because now more than ever, we, we need each other. Yes. So anything, one last thing that you would like to share with the listeners before we go off the show? Yeah. Um, well, thank you for having me on. It's been a pleasure. Um, you know, I, when everything started, I kind of had a hard time because I am mixed. Uh, and I, wasn't sure if I could or if I should speak out for black voices um, because as I've said on like a few of my posts, I've had privilege, even though I am, you know, mixed, I do have lighter skin that's given me privilege. Um, but I really think that we need all voices right now and everyone needs to stand together so we can make a real change. And so I guess that's kind of where I wanna leave it with. And there's a lot of resources out there so if you're not sure what to do there's tons of resources to look at and there are a lot of great books to read i'm reading um stamped from the beginning which is an amazing eye-opening and it can be uncomfortable book at some sometimes but uh just very eye-opening to the racism that's been going on since the beginning well thank you so much mercedes <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Make sure to show some love today by subscribing to this podcast and leave a comment with one thing you're going to do today to live your most beautiful, healthiest life. Make sure to share this episode on your social and tag me at a underscore life. Now go out there and be your own beautiful today.